When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Hawks fall to the Pacers in preseason game number four. We got some takeaways for you right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your man, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Tonight, the Atlanta Hawks took the show on the road as they went up to Indiana to take on the Pacers. And uh, I tell you what, man, it it was a a, a tale of two halves, I guess you could say. But Hawks come up just a little bit short after fighting back from uh, being down a whole lot. (laughs) But um, we got a few takeaways for you tonight. We're not going to keep you long. Uh, Again, this is preseason game number four. We kind of know how this thing goes (laughs) in this preseason. So um, a good litmus test for the Hawks bench, I thought. The bench and the third string guys um, showed a lot of fight, a lot of resolve. And uh, DeAndre Hunter is back. So um, before we get into our, our, our takeaways, I want you to make sure you connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We are on all of those platforms. Just go on those platforms and search Hawks Beat and you will find us. We'll be there and uh, we'll be shooting out content along all of those lines. So please make sure you follow us there because we're putting content on all these platforms. (laughs) So make sure you show us some love. All right. Uh, Also, subscribe to the podcast and make sure you drop us a five star rating. We would greatly appreciate that. So. Um, I don't want to get into the show without saying what's up to the regs, the regulars. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? And to the newbies, if you just stumbled onto the show, what is the Hawks Week Podcast? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's a podcast where we talk about the Hawks. We talk uh, the Hawks, 
a good majority of the year. Uh, we take a little time off in the pre in the, in the off season, you know, <clears throat> to kind of recharge. But uh, we're we're getting things rolling and rocking again. No, not rolling and rocking, rocking and rolling. That's my bad. <laughs> we're getting things rocking and rolling as the season opener is uh, closer and closer um, away. So. Uh, tonight, the Hawks were without the services of one Mr. Trey Young, one Mr. Uh, DeJounte, um, DeJounte Murray, and Clint Capella. So those were the three main guys who did not play tonight. And, uh, of course, um, Quinn is kind of rotating guys in and out, giving guys rest. Um, you know, just kind of get, making sure guys going to be ready for the postseason. I mean, not the postseason, the regular season. But tonight was the um the arrival well not the arrival well deandre hunter played <laughs> we'll just say that. deandre hunter played after sitting out the first three games there was talk about him kind of nursing a bone bruise you know um they always said it wasn't that serious we said okay it wasn't it, it might not be serious but then we really don't know so it was good to see deandre out there you know he played 20 minutes i thought he looked fine you know um, yeah, so DeAndre's, uh, apparently he can walk. So for all of those folks who were kind of panicking, <laughs> I guess it, it's going to be okay. Um, the Hawks went with their starting five of Kobe Bufkin, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich at two, Hunter Johnson and Akangu at the front line. And, uh, I'll tell you what, man, um, I thought early on they, they kind of played well, um, until it was just listen, Indiana played their guys <laughs> like they played their guys. You know what I mean? You got Tyrese Halliburton out there, Miles Turner, Obi Toppin, Toppin, Bruce Brown. I forgot they even had Bruce Brown, but you know, uh, Indiana's gonna be a good little team this year, man. You know, um, I really like the Tyrese Halliburton kid, but this is a Hawks podcast, and we're not finna talk about them. <laughs> we're not finna talk about them. But uh, yeah, the um, the Pacers really jumped out into a. Uh, it was really that second quarter. Uh, second quarter, they outscored the Hawks forty three to fifteen, and that was kind of the difference in the game. But uh, the Hawks made a push, man. They made a push in that second half and cut the lead all the way down to th- all the way down to four. I think the, that that was uh, the closest they got uh, in the waning moments of that fourth quarter, but. It was the hole was just kind of too deep. So um, I just have five quick takeaways for you guys tonight and uh, I'll be out your hair. So um, takeaway number one, again, I kind of mentioned it early, but DeAndre Hunter was back. You know, I thought he looked okay. He didn't look like he was dealing with an injury. And that was kind of the thing that I was looking for. Um, I wanted to see if he was kind of laboring. Now, I didn't notice anything like that. I mean, if, if you were kind of watching them closer, then maybe, I mean, I don't think I did. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I didn't notice anything like a limp or anything like that. The knee looked fine. I thought it looked decent um, getting to his spots, moving around on the perimeter. I thought the team as a whole didn't play good defense, but I mean, that's not just DeAndre Hunter. I thought that was everybody. <laughs> but uh, for what it's worth, uh, DeAndre Hunter looked okay, and uh, hopefully he's going to be uh, 100% by the time the season begins. Takeaway number two, A.J. Griffin. Listen, 
there was some talk about AJ. You know, folks was talking kind of that was talking kind of crispy about AJ Griffin the last couple of games, right? He didn't have the first three preseason games. He did not play his best. But tonight, AJ Griffin, you read a stat line and played 20 minutes, 15 points, three or four from deep, six to ten from the field. I thought he played an excellent game tonight. He was a plus eight. I liked the way he was getting to his spots, and it was like, yo, vintage AJ. It was good to see that smile on the kid's face. And, I mean, listen, how can you not pull for AJ? You know what I mean? Like, I know some folks get on him about all the Jesus stuff. But, look, look man, he's a, he's a good kid, man. He's a good kid. He has a great smile. He loves the Lord. Leave that man alone. Let that boy play some basketball, all right? So, uh, it was good to see AJ break out of his little funk, 15 points, Shot the ball well, uh, had some nice running floaters, some shots to the hoop, really looked in control. He looked in control the last couple of games. His shots just weren't falling. So, uh, again, I was never worried about AJ, but it was good to have him uh, have him kind of have kind of a breakout game tonight uh, for the preseason. So kudos to AJ. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um... <clears throat> Takeaway number three, Sadiq Bay. Sadiq can play the four, y'all. Like, he can play the four. And I know we don't know, like, what Quinn is going to do at the four. I've been on record of saying I think that Sadiq is probably going to be the four just because he's kind of kind of the vet, you know what I mean? And if they're looking for someone to just stretch the, stretch the court offensively and, and shoot threes in that corner pocket, you know, Sadiq is your guy, you know. Uh, to me, he appears bigger. He appears more physical this year. I don't know if that's like if they told him, like, look, man, you might be playing the four this year, get in the weight room. But my boy looks, he looks like he don't put on a few. He looks, he looks like a four. Like he looks like a four. And so, um, of course, his defense is always going to be a question. But I've liked what I've seen out of Sadiq. In these four preseason games, 21 points tonight, led the team in rebounding with 10 rebounds, 7 to 10 from the field, 2 or 3 from 3, um, got to the free throw line five times. I-, I like what I see out of Sadiq, man. So if he is your starter, if he is your starter, um, I'm all for it. Now, with that being said, if Jalen is the starter too, Jalen is making a case that yo he deserves at least some consideration. Now, uh, I'm gonna read a tweet from from my guy on Twitter, Lil Spud Four. He says Sadiq Bay doesn't need to start. He says the team needs his offense in the second unit to guarantee points while Trey is out. Now, I can understand that 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 way of thinking. I, however, um. If I had a preference, I would prefer that he start. If you look at the the lineups with Hunter and Jalen Johnson last year, they weren't really that good. They just weren't that good. 
if you look at the lineups with a Kongu and Johnson, those two have really been playing. They really play well together. They're good friends off the court. Like I just would kind of rather see those two stay together. You know, if they start Jalen Johnson, I'm okay with it. Right. So here's what I'm saying. I'm okay if they start Jalen Johnson. For me, my personal opinion, I think Sadiq Bey should start at the four. But, I mean, you have options, man. You have two pretty good options right now. And that's good being that, you know, John Collins is in Utah. So, that is takeaway number three. Um, last, well, not, no, I got two more. I got two more. Um, Kobe Bufkin. Kobe Bufkin. Good experience for Kobe Bufkin. Going up against Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton is an all-star. He's a he's an uh, uh, he was on the, uh, the world championship team, and he is a bona fide NBA player. And although Kobe didn't shoot that well, um, I, I I I didn't think he was particularly that good tonight, uh, which is fine because he's a rookie. You know what I mean? He's a rookie going up against Tyrese Halliburton, and they had a, a good amount of their starters playing tonight, so. Uh, this is a good learning experience for Kobe. You know, you throw him out there with Bogdan, throw him out there with Dre, throw him out there with a bunch of vets and see what he can do. Shot three for 11, didn't shoot the ball too well, eight points, um, three assists, one turnover, which is, you know, decent. Didn't turn the ball over a ton, but, um, you know, I thought it was a good experience for, for the kid. You know what I mean? And it was good to see Trey and everybody cheering him on and, you know, really encouraging him. So, um, yeah, I just thought that that was just kind of one of my takeaways. It was just a good experience for him, even though he did not shoot well. And the final takeaway I have for this game is, look, the Hawks were, I think, at one point down 29 points. They cut it to four. Now, they cut it to four, and that says what? That shows you that this bench team, this bench squad, because most of these guys, when they made that run, it was a bunch of bench guys. You know, it was mainly A.J. Griffin was out there. I think Sadiq Bey was out there. Those were the guys that was out there when they made that run in the third quarter, right? They outscored Indiana 35-21. That showed that they got a little, they got a little juice to them. You know what I'm saying? You got a little fight to them. Like, you don't give up. You don't give up. I don't care if you're down by 29 you came back, man. You got this thing to four. So if you don't have that little, if that little uh, brouhaha by Bruno, <laughs> you don't have that little brouhaha by Bruno. And who's to say, man? This game may have gone overtime. You may be able to steal one in Indiana. So um, Bruno Fernando picked up, a, a, I think a, it was a technical. Uh, it was a, I think it was a flagrant. Yeah, it was a flagrant, a flagrant one on, on Bruno. So yeah, you don't have that thing. Then who knows how this thing turns out. But again, it's the preseason. No one really cares about the wins and the losses. Well, some people do, but I really don't. (laughs) And the players, I think the coaches, they look at it kind of like, you know, kind of in, in a different vein as well. But nevertheless, the Hawks. Um, fall to the Pacers, one sixteen to one twelve. Now, the Hawks will play like four games in like seven days, so they have some time off. They have a couple of days off, and then their next game is going to be in Philly for their final preseason game. That is on Friday, so they're going to be playing in Philadelphia. 
think it's a 7 o'clock tip. I believe it's on Bally Sports. You should be able to catch it there uh, for their final preseason game. Now, I'm not sure what Quinn is going to do. I think sometimes in, in like towards the end of these preseason games, the coach likes to um, have a kind of a dress rehearsal, which may mean that you may see your starters more uh, play deeper and deeper into that second uh, that second half. So we'll wait to see how it shapes up. In the meantime, I imagine the guys will probably get some treatment in, get some weights in, and uh, just continue to prepare for the season. But um, overall, I think this this has been a pretty good preseason for this Hawks team. I will probably start doing a weekly Hawks wrap-up. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to do it. I think I might do it on Sundays. Just kind of a wrap-up of the week of Hawks basketball. Uh of course, it'll be in this vein of uh, podcast, so you won't really miss it. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you can get the weekly updates and um, just kind of looking back on the week and kind of looking ahead of what, what, what is coming on down the pipe for the Atlanta Hawks. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is about it. We're about to put a bow in this podcast. Again, make sure you connect with us on all of our social media platforms. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and all the bells and whistles. Um, yeah, like we always say, man, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.